Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast for Rookies. Uh, you guys may ask where this name originated from. Uh, to be quite honest, I think the name is very self-explanatory. This is our first time ever creating a podcast. Uh, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that we're out here attempting to create our first podcast. But hey, there's always a first for everything, right? Uh, we didn't have too many options for our final. It was either to create a podcast or a blog. Both were out of my comfort zone, but I was a little bit more familiar with the platform of a podcast on how it worked in comparison to a blog. And by familiar, I mean, I only heard of a sports podcast, so that's really not much to work with. But it gave me enough hope to uh, to assume that I can create my own podcast. Anyways, your co-hosts for today are Marcos and Jimmy. Uh, we're both two individuals who are newbies trying to sound like experts. Uh, just a short insight about us. We're both currently pursuing our bachelor's degree in criminology with an emphasis on law enforcement. Uh, a little bit, a little background uh, info on me. I grew up here in the Valley in Delano, California. Uh, grew up in a small family. Uh, I have two other siblings. I'm the middle child, two sisters. Um, this is my third year here at Fresno State. Uh, if all goes as planned, I'll be graduating next semester and I'll be pursuing a career with the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Uh, I'm currently in, the, in my final stage, so if all goes well, I'll have a job lined up for me as soon as I graduate. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? Give us a little bit of insight about yourself. Uh, yes. Uh, hi, guys. As Marco stated, uh, my name is Jimmy Lopez. I am really excited to be here today and start discussing uh, our topics. A little bit about myself is that I come from a from a large Hispanic family, and I am the middle child. Aside from that, um, I am the first person from my family to attend college. I am I am also currently in my third year here at Fresno State. Um, to be totally honest, I, I still find it crazy that I am currently attending college right now, just because my original plan um, right after high school was to start working full-time. But thanks to friends and mentors in high school, uh, here I am today working towards my degree in criminology. Hey, man, it's not how fast you finish your goal, but as long as you finish your goal, that's all that matters. Right. Anyways, uh, previous to this, uh, I had no experience in the women's studies field. I didn't even know what women's studies stood for. Uh, but here I am fulfilling this uh, upper division G class, uh, woman of color, to be exact. Um but yeah, uh, I found it very amusing. Like I've learned a lot of things. I'm actually more interested in the field than I thought I ever would. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? Do you have any uh, previous experience with uh, women of studies? Uh, yes, I do a, a little bit. Uh, a few semesters ago, if I remember correctly, I took women's studies 10. And in that class, um, it was discussed the different, the various struggles that women went through in society. And that's what caught my attention. Uh, to focus more on women's studies. And I, in that class, I, I realized that there's a lot of discrimination towards women. And like, for example, something that I learned in that class was that um, there's a there's a big uh, wage gap in the wage gap between men and, and women in the in the workforce in the workforce. Uh, and it made me want to learn more about women's studies. And that's the reason why I enrolled in in this class of women of color. Other than that, I have no, uh, no much experience in women's studies.
Well, it looks like you're a step ahead of me, at least. Uh, <laughs> so let me uh, talk a little bit about what we'll be discussing in our first episode. Uh, our first episode, we'll be discussing the topic of motherhood and the struggles that come with being a mother. Uh, I think, in my opinion, one of the biggest struggles of being a mother is juggling work and parent and being a parent. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I would I would have to agree with you on that. Um, many people view being a parent as a second full-time job. And I do agree with that totally because I would imagine that um, being a mother and taking care of a child is is really hard because it's basically a full-time job. You, you have to take care of your child uh, basically all day. Like for uh, an instance, for example, like if your child gets sick, uh, you would have to make adjustments to your original plan and also to to your work schedule in order to meet the child's needs. I definitely feel that it is a big struggle to find a, a balance between being a parent and having a separate job, a separate job. But yeah, that's what I that's what I personally think. Uh, I'd have to agree with you. I feel like you uh, you just said that being a mom is another is considered a second full-time job i'd agree and i'd also have to say like it's a full-time job that has a lot of overtime right right i mean your your schedule is it basically uh you have to fluctuate your schedule based upon your child's needs like say your child gets sick like you mentioned there go you have to switch up your whole schedule to make sure your child's uh needs are met Right, that's that's very true. And then, like, say you're stuck at work and you have to work more overtime. Well, you can't tell your boss, no, I can't. You have to call your babysitter up and, hey, uh, I'm going to be working more hours. Can you uh, babysit my child for a couple more hours? And then based on their answer is whether you make a different uh, schedule change or you keep it the same with the same babysitter. Maybe you have to go look for someone else to babysit for a couple hours. Yeah, right. It it makes it makes um the process of being a mother much way much harder. Like it's it's not just you're not just looking after you, but you're looking after after your child, after other people, you know? Yeah, I feel like it makes it it's a very stressful environment for a mother, but I feel like after a while they just start getting used to this whole uh constant fluctuating schedule. I mean, it sounds kind of messed up, but I just feel like that's the harsh reality of being a mother. Like expect the unexpected. Yeah, right. And I feel that it it uh, being a mother is really stressful, but it does come with a lot of uh, benefits. Like you, I would imagine that having a kid would feel like the greatest thing in the in the world. Like many people wish and like wish that they can have um, children, but unfortunately they can't. And me personally, having a child, I would see it as a gift from from God. Just because I'm a, a little bit religious, uh, but uh, I I I am also aware that it it would come with a lot of struggle uh, struggles that it struggles just uh, struggles like for example going through the going through the nine nine months of pregnancy itself I I see it as a really big struggle for the mother all the all the different all the pain all the stress that they go through I feel that being a mother um, it's it's also really stressful just because of society, it and their judgmental views, that makes it much more um, 
more harder for for a woman to become a mother, a mother you know? Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned how society is very uh, judgmental because my next question to you was, I feel like another struggle uh, women have to undergo is nurturing their young in public. I was going to ask you, what's your viewpoint on that? Nurturing uh, a child in public? Yeah, so I like feel that... breastfeeding in, in public. What, what's your opinion on that? I, I see that as something like totally normal, but that's, that's just me. Because there's some people that are just like really, in a sense, offended by it. Like they think that you shouldn't be doing that in public because it's, it's something personal and something that should be done at home and not not outside of the of the house, which I feel that it's really crazy because I mean you don't choose when to feed your baby. It's like when your baby needs to be fed. I mean, what are you gonna do? Wait till you get home or what? Yeah, that in a sense that's like neglecting your child. Like they're they're they can't speak, so they're their initiation of saying I'm hungry is them crying. So in order for you to get them to stop crying, you obviously want to feed them, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't see why people view it as such a negative, uh, something so bad. They shame people for feeding their babies in public. Right. And it's, it's the community. There's nothing wrong with the, with feeding your child in public or nothing like that. I feel like it's more the community's uh, fault by viewing them like that and the point that i'm about to state is is a little bit off topic but it relates really well on how society is the problem and not the people is that um a book we discussed in class by Bergie tabar called uh you have the right to remain fat uh in that book she states that that the struggles of being a fat woman in society in society and how society is a problem by viewing fat people as out of the norms. Okay, I, I get what you're trying to say. You're trying to make an analogy between how Virgie mentions that uh, there's nothing wrong with fat people, but it's because of society's norms that we see fat people as being abnormal, as them there being something wrong with them, them having uh, health issues, uh, just like we see uh, uh, women who breastfeed in public as a issue to our society, when uh, technically there's nothing wrong with it. Right, it's it's society who 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 puts all these norms that that the community expects us to follow, but they're not realistic. They're not like um, it is not it's not like that how we all live. You know, it's we all live differently, and we are we're all human beings, and we're all we're all different and live life differently. And society should should learn to accept their, our differences, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And it's interesting how you bring up uh, Virgie Tavar because it makes indirect analogies to our topic. I mean, it doesn't cover exactly what we're talking about, like struggles of motherhood. But it talks about just struggles that uh, people have to undergo due to society's norms and judgments. So, like, for example, this whole judgment of, uh, women who are fat have health issues and like how Virgie remember how Virgie in the book she went through a period where she was trying to get fit and like these uh, products weren't working out for her but they made her believe that it was the way she was using the products that there was nothing wrong with the products but it was just her there's that she was broken right and I also remember that she stated that um, 
and this is a direct quote from the book. It says, we were not born thinking fat is bad and thin is good. We learn these things through an ongoing cultural cultural education, uh, end of quote. And in my opinion, this, this quote is really powerful because she is basically saying that the negative ideas that we have uh, adopted about being a if being fat they're like they're not true we're we're internalized with with those ideas but they're just not true uh what you states made me realize and reflect on my on my own personal life like for many years now i i have been trying to watch what i eat and avoid gaining weight and at one point i even started a diet called the keto diet which um i lost 20 pounds from but after a couple of months of losing those 20 pounds, I asked myself, like, what was the point of keeping the weight off? Like, wh- what's the point? Uh, and after reading the after reading Tobar's book, I, I now realized that I was dieting because, because being skinny is what society views as desirable. And I was just doing it for for and I wasn't doing it for my own benefit. I was just doing it like to try to fit into society. But. When I think about her quote now, I I do realize that society is the the real problem and to many topics, including the negative views of mothers, like mothers like breastfeeding in public. And I believe that society sets unrealistic uh, norms that not many people can can follow you. Uh, Do you agree with me? Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that because I personally tried getting fit for a while. And just to add on to what you were saying, I, I have to agree 100% with what you were saying. Um, but not everyone has the resources either to, like, for example, like, not everyone has the resources to get fit. Right. That's, that's me true. And you, me and you have worked out together, and you know how expensive it is to get a gym membership to begin with. You know how, so let's say you can't afford a gym membership. Well, if you want to buy your own weights, that's even more expensive. Uh, if you want to buy the protein that goes with it, the supplements to get fit, according to all these nutrition magazines and all this other stuff online, uh, you know that stuff ain't cheap, right? There's there's so many there's so many barriers to like if you actually wanted to get fit, which there's nothing wrong about being fit or being fat or being any size. It, there's nothing wrong with it, but just if if you wanted to be um, fit, become fit, there's there's no cheap uh sources out there you know like for example protein like the cheap probably the cheapest protein you could find is like what like 60 bucks i would guess yeah somewhere in the 50 to 60 dollar range it's just yeah yeah i mean that's that's for me personally that's really that's a bit pricey i don't know what i don't know about, about you well that's expensive dude we're over here paying college tuition and trying to pay off our debt and we got i mean bills to pay we got rent to pay uh pg and e uh, you name it, we <laughs> we got so many other bills to worry about than to worry about uh, what society feels we should look like. Yeah, and along with with the like with the protein, there are so many other supplements that society promotes, and even if we do truly need them, some of us just don't don't have the money to obtain to obtain all those products. Just as you said right now. Yeah. So as Jimmy stated, we feel like. I feel like I would say I'll speak for myself. Uh, I feel like society. Uh, this is like an indirect analogy. This book to what we're trying to say about the struggles that women undergo. Like for example, the whole breastfeeding deal. I feel like they're just unrealistic norms that society sets for us and expect 
expects us to follow anybody who doesn't abide abide by these norms is uh is abnormal there's something wrong with them they're broken wouldn't you agree Jimmy yeah I do agree with that and I for the longest time I've been following what society has told me to um to follow just as what I told you right now like my um journey of losing weight of losing those 20 pounds which I worked so hard for and and then I just gave up because I mean I realized that, I mean, I realized that what I was doing is not what, it wasn't for my own benefit, you know? As I stated, it was just for, to fit in. Yeah, so, like, what I'm getting from you is you're basically, you weren't even trying to please yourself at the end of the day. You were trying to please society. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's a pretty messed up deal because I feel like a lot of women could agree with you on that. Like, a lot of women choose to not breastfeed their child out in public or, choose to not do whatever they do like maybe they choose not to go out on a weekend to relieve some stress um and leave their children behind with a babysitter because society's gonna be like well don't you have a kid why aren't you with your kid you shouldn't be partying you have a kid you have more responsibilities but i mean that's that's horrendous if you think about it like women everybody has a right to relieve some stress once in a while yeah that's that's totally right i mean as I said, um, being a mother is basically having two jobs. I mean, I have one job and I'm going to college, but I find that so hard. And some mothers, I find that they're, aside from being a mother, uh, working a separate job, they also go to college. I mean, that's that's crazy. I can't fit that in my head. That's so much work that, I mean, obviously they, I would, I would, I feel that it's it's only fair for them to have a day for themselves and and relax and be able to just um, relax and not worry so much about everything they have to do. Uh, a a day free of stress. I just feel like they deserve they deserve a life uh, free of judgment. I feel like my respects to women raising children that that's no easy job. Right. It's it's not. It's it's really not. It's really not a, a an easy job. It 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 comes with a, a with a, as as we discussed. It comes with a lot of um of happiness, but it also comes with a lot of struggles. I agree, and like props to those women going to college while have while juggling kids or currently pregnant. Like my respects to those women because I know society does not make it easy. Right, right. It it just adds on more stress, more more things to worry about and i i feel that that's not that's not how we should be uh living our lives we should be, we shouldn't be worrying about what society has to say about us or about what the norms that society puts on us and we should just go and live how we think um is the right way because we all live life differently yeah i definitely agree with you uh so this pretty much wraps up our uh, first episode uh, we I think we covered basically everything we wanted to touch about uh, the some of the struggles that women undergo. Uh, I know we didn't cover uh, all of them because there's plenty out there, plenty that I probably can't even wrap my head around. But um, I think that pretty much concludes our first episode. Stay tuned. We'll have a second episode. And thank you guys for tuning in. Bye.